Three Cents Podcast is brought to you by Integrity Roofing and Siding. These guys are awesome when it comes to roofing needs, but also siding and renovation. They do gutters. These are year-round issues, and Integrity Roofing and Siding is there for you 24-7 year-round. Need a roofer? Our roofer is Integrity Roofing and Siding, 210-340-7663. 210-340-7663, the official roofing company of Three Cents Podcast is Integrity Roofing and Siding. No holiday break for the Three Cents Podcast. We are live. We are doing it live on a Tuesday, less than a week to go now until Christmas. Wow. Uh, and do not adjust your devices, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we do have three cents. We have a quorum today, but our our dear friend and colleague Mike Taylor is uh, unavailable to join us right now. So the great LG, who we we speak about so highly all, all every week, but now we're going to get to see him for the whole show today. Hello, hello. I was hello, saying LG. Mike looks really, really Mexican today. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Although no Mexican blood over here. That's right. Yeah. No, yeah. that's right. It's what. Yeah. Uh, it's a it's it's a lot, a lot, it's a right? lot, but it's mostly Asian. Yes, gotcha. Got okay, it, got it, got it. Um, I would have thought you were like straight Mexican from Market Square, bro. I kid you not. No, no, Shut up. So, LG Cleto Rodriguez, Ernie Zuniga <laughs> here. Have you done the the Ancestry dot com or have you ever done that tw- yeah. DNA twenty three and Me mm-hmm. stuff? I'm ten percent Congo. What? <laughs> That's what I found out. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. And uh, <laughs> there's a joke there. there might, I, I'm assuming there is. And then and, uh, also, like, I, I got a lot of, uh, I think it was a, a, my mom, uh, her side of the family, it was 30% French. Okay. And uh, my dad's side was more of um, Mexican. You yeah. Know, like, you know, so it's kind of like, like deep, like. Wakahala kind yeah, of stuff. I know, got you. So, I got yeah, you. So he's he's the real deal. Okay. Okay. But when the 10% Congo threw me off on my mom's side. But, no. You know. Well, so I, I was just thinking about that. Well, because, you know, you, you mentioned with LG, but but also it was about this time, I think like three or four years ago, my wife for, for a Christmas, one of the gifts mm-hmm. she gave me, whatever, uh, because I had, I went really? through a, gave, Is that what you wanted? Well, no, 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 no. Well, I, here's why. I was in a phase. Mm-hmm. I was in a genealogy phase. Okay. Where I, and this happens every few years. Where I get fascinated with the Zuniga lineage, uh, because when my wife was in high school, one of her she did this for a project many years ago. She was able to trace her ancestry back like sixteen generations. As a matter of fact, um, my wife has uh, is related. I th- we might have mentioned this before. Is related to the Haby family in Casterville, the bakery. Oh, really? You ever been to Haby's yeah. Bakery? We did a worst thought thought So she, uh, you know, and was able to trace and trace and trace. And finally, so she's, it, uh, it ended up in Alsatian. Uh, 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 Alsatian or yeah. something? Among other things. But yeah. but anyway, and so, yeah, I went through a phase. But, but I, I, I got about five generations. Oh, wow. Uh, to where in the Zunigas or in like in a village in central Mexico somewhere. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I, I the, tr- the trail went cold. But she said so. So she knew how much I was enjoying that at the time. So she got me that, and not surprisingly, a lot of Native American, uh, a lot of Spanish blood mm-hmm. for me. And then yes, like four percent Italian. Oh yeah. And you know, it, it was a, a poquito de todo. You know, a little yeah. bit of you know. Uh, but at any rate, so I I, I had uh, a joke about that because uh, I said I remember going on stage and saying, yeah, we did the ancestry.com. 
my mom is from her family comes all the way back to the 1800s. It's like they, they it goes down to 1830 uh, on the French side. Oh, and I said, and my dad's well, they're from the 1830 block of Las Palmas. <laughs> That's where all the genealogy started, right there. So yes. you know, it's like a, they're all five points. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> I think that was her reaction when you told That's them. It. That was that was a, a quote, I believe. You but, know what uh, I feel like right now? What's I that? I feel like Michael Jackson when Jermaine left the group. Oh. You know, because uh, to my right, I don't see Mike here, and it's <laughs> freaking me out. It's like, I feel like Michael, Jermaine. You know, it's like, he's <laughs> Jermaine. <laughs> Jermaine's not here. You know, it's like, uh, he's not here. Like, freaking out, you know. Like, the good thing is he'll be back. He, he's not gone forever. He's yeah. just. Uh, well, he's you're just, like Randy, okay? You're Randy on, on my Tito. left side. No, you're, who's Tito? You're, you're on my left side. Yes. LG's Tito, okay. and then yeah, Jermaine's not on my right side. Okay, he's not here. <laughs> yeah. So um, who else saw American Dream? Anybody saw that no, movie? No, I, <laughs> I haven't seen a lot of movies. But LG is our resident world traveler. Uh oh. Yeah. yeah. Um, here we go. So no, I was just wondering, like, in terms of tracing your family lineage or everything, I've got some crazy stuff, man. Like, I'm Texan, deep, deep Texas. Oh, my, wow. my my ancestry are some of the first Irish settlers here in Texas. Oh, wow. Are you familiar uh, familiar with George West, Texas? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that used to be called Fox Nation back in the late 1700s. Really? Yeah. And it was settled by a bunch of Irish settlers who came down here. And uh, that's where my dad's side of the family is from over there. Mm. So I can go to George West. There's a graveyard there called the Gussetville Cemetery. And it's actually got my last name on some of the headstones with dates back to the 1700s. Wow. And yeah. it's, what's your last name? Lawrence? It's Goins, G-O-Y-N-E-S. But I don't know how that came about, but it, <laughs> so, it somehow came from McMurray's and McGowan's. Yeah, you know, the yeah. Irish, yeah. So were yeah, you McGowan's yeah, at yeah. one point? I think it was McGowan, but it got, it got Ellis McGowan's, Island. Yeah. No, you got Ellis Island. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what happened. <laughs> yeah. Ellis Island. <laughs> he did, once upon a time. <laughs> but yeah, I, my, uh, my, my, te- my Texas roots run... In fact, if you exit, if you take the exit off, what is it, 37 going going Go down south, towards George yeah. West? Yeah, if you take so. the George West exit, and I kid you not, pull over to the right and look underneath the overpass, there's a sign there that says Goins Junction. What? That's the, the land. My, my uncle, great, great, great uncle used to run a bed and breakfast right at that corner. Nice. Right there. Yeah. Tony, this is one of the most interesting men in the world. You know, but this- my other side, my mom's Chinese-Indonesian. And it just, it's all crazy. It's, it's a long, long, windy road. My dad is half Filipino, half Texan. Okay. Wow. So it's, yeah. That yeah. is crazy. It's like, like they met at a Greyhound bus station or something. Uh, yeah, something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My dad was born in, the, in Cavite, Philippines, near Manila. Okay. Um, oh, wow. And he left there right before the Japanese invaded during World War II. Oh, wow. So, and so, yeah, a bunch of my uncles and aunts were put in the prison camp there during World War II. Oh, so no. I almost it goes did, crazy. I almost did what every, every Philippine does when they hear that. They're like, Pacquiao! What? No. The first, Pacquiao. the first, speak, <laughs> we were talking about how long I'd been working with Mike Taylor. And the first day that I worked with Mike Taylor, he was on a remote. Mm-hmm. So he didn't even see me. He was, he was <laughs> somewhere. I was back at the station running the board. <laughs> I can imagine. And... And basically, he was like, yeah, oh, yeah, we were supposed to go to a break. We were supposed to go to traffic, and we used to play uh, the Ludacris song, the move, get yeah, out yeah, the yeah, way, yeah, every yeah, time yeah, we yeah. would go to traffic. 
And I, I didn't know that like the brakes were floating. They weren't hard brakes. Mm-hmm. Like we didn't have to go right at 15 minutes. Right, he right. could have been, you know, a little bit late. Didn't matter. But I thought they were hard brakes. So I was like yelling in his ears, like, we got to go to break. 30 seconds, 30 seconds. Throw to traffic, throw to traffic. He's like, who the hell is this telling me to go to traffic? <laughs> and I, and he, so he just immediately started calling me Larry Pacquiao. Because he was like, he thought I was Filipino. And he was like, and which I am. But he was like, so, you know, uh, all jokes aside, Larry you know, you know how Mike is. He makes fun of every race. Yeah. So, every, every Filip- equal opportunity. It doesn't matter what it has to do with Philippines. Everyone just yells out Pacquiao. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, I am a Pacquiao fan. So, oh, yeah, yeah. I am too. Yeah, who is it? He's Why still like I know he ran for office at one the point. Congressman, like, yeah, he still is. I think he still is. Oh yeah, my gosh, I actually have a, a Pacquiao for you know Congress hurt, poster. You know on what my, hurt him? On my bedroom wall. You know what hurt him is the fact that he's really nice. He's, he's, heard. He could he fight. Can, he's got he, some pop albums got, too. He, yeah, <laughs> he's like a real, triple threat. He's like a yeah. He, he's like De La Hoya. Wink, wink. <laughs> without the weird <laughs> stuff, you know. <laughs> I still need to watch that. That documentary is really good. If you get a chance, watch it. It's really good. It explains a lot. Okay, all right. It explains a you lot. Know, he's got a local kid signed, Oscar De La Hoya, a local kid named uh, Floyd. Uh, oh man, I saw oh, that from Kid Austin. Yes. His, it's his last name is Floyd, but Kid Austin. Austin. Yeah, he's from here. Okay, but he goes by the name Kid Austin, and he's an up and coming boxer that De La Hoya just signed him. I just saw. I last Friday. Last Friday, I was at home, and uh, it was. I'm sorry. Last Saturday, and I was. No, it was Friday. It was Friday. I was watching. I was at home. I was. Remember, I was sick. And yeah, I, I was watching. Well. I was watching the. Uh, it was Saturday night because I was watching the Heisman, and after the Heisman oh. Trophy, they had the thirty on thirty for the nineteen ninety seven Heisman with uh, Woodson and the oh and yes, all that yes, stuff. yes yes so, yes yes and and Peyton Manning and all that. But then right after they had Friday, I mean Saturday night boxing, mm. and I was gonna look at it and, and see what's going on. And look, there was this guy, this kid from. It was the headliner from Cuba. Mm-hmm. Now, when it comes to Latino fighters, Puerto Rican, Colombian, you know, mm-hmm. uh, Puerto, uh, Cuban, Mexican. I mean, I, I'm, I'm down. You're I'm, in. I'm, I'm in. I'm, I'm getting popcorn. I'm watching. <laughs> so they had this Cuban fighter. He was a headliner. He was, he was his title, it was a title fight fighting a new kid from Mexico. Uh-huh. 6'1", long reach, taller than the other guy. And this kid got leveled in the fifth round and fell down. And I'm thinking, oh, he's going to lose. And, and this kid would not. This was his first title fight. Wow. And he wind up. It was like watching a taller Chavez kept oh. coming at this guy, like getting hit. He's getting hit. Mm-hmm. But he's getting he's coming after him. Yeah. And he wants this fight. And it wasn't until the last round. The last few seconds, he's just wailing on this guy, and the Cuban fighter goes down. And I'm like, "What did I just witness? The best fight ever!" This kid came back. All you're missing is the Rocky music. That's all you're missing. Oh. And this this kid showed so much heart, and he was like from Mexico. And I was like, "Yeah, we have a Mexico, all that <laughs> stuff, right?" And I was like, and then the kid, the match before that was this kid from Puerto Rico. Yeah, and he looked just like he looked like Ryan Garcia, but man, this kid was. I forgot. Oh, Zayas. Mm. This kid can fight. This kid yeah. can fight. You watch him. You're gonna hear more about this kid. A lot of good fighters here in in San Antonio, and that, that boxing tradition goes back many many years. Have you ever boxed yourself? I did. My brother at the YMCA, and it was the longest three minutes I ever had in my life. <laughs> I was a little bit chubby, and uh, I could not breathe. 
I was out of shape, and uh, that was the only boxing match I ever had. I mean, three I, minutes is a long time. It is a very yeah, long yeah, time. Yeah, ring it's it a really long time. You, I, we both stopped swinging. As a matter of fact, he was in one corner and I was in the other corner, and the time was still going. Wait <laughs> <laughs> a minute. We were like, "I'm tired, bro. You tired? I'm tired too." I mean, we went in there, you know, wanting to box, and we did really good for two minutes, and that was it. We kind of lost it after that, but. Yeah, I, have you? Have you ever boxed? Uh, no, I have not. But I, I, uh, I did an interview with Jesse James Leha not yeah. too long ago, and he at his gym, and he told me he says you got to try it, you got to get in here, mm. you got to do it. And I know he's hosting uh, or helping to pr- to promote uh, next month. There's a boxing event at the Boeing Techport Arena, yeah, uh, where they're having local personalities or dignitaries, elected officials, people fight. Other oh, celebrity, but it's for charity. Yeah, right. Uh, and I'm not. I have I've nothing to do with it or before. anything. But but I was just wondering, like, my gosh, if somebody asked me to fight or get in a ring with, oh, somebody, I know. Like, like, how would that go? I know. I yeah. remember somebody wanted me to fight. Uh, somebody was saying you should go in the ring and fight. Um, I don't know if it was Mike Taylor or Billy Madison, one of them. Oh, and they were like, you need to go in there. And I go, I go. There's only one problem. I don't know how to box. Yeah. And then I remember I was doing Jesse Leha's gig, mm-hmm. and I was uh, I was doing his uh, workout. Matter mm-hmm. of fact, Jesse was on the show. Mm-hmm. He just got jumped on the show mm-hmm. this morning uh, for the Worst Clutter Show, and I was like, "Whoa!" You know, you know when you get celebrity like yeah, that, yeah, you yeah. Know, like that status, you kind of like freaks you out. And it's like I told him, I said, because we were talking about how I met my wife, and my wife remind me about that one here. We'll get that. Oh, wait, okay, okay, we'll get it to her. So, but. Um, it was having him on the show, and we I did his workout. If mm-hmm. you want to get a good workout, he's got this class that uh-huh. for 45 minutes to an hour, yeah. you're hitting the punching bag, you're jumping rope. Like, yeah. you jump rope for three minutes, and it's equivalent of a mile Did and you half. do it? Yeah. Okay. Oh, my so, gosh. So, okay, no uh, yeah. spoilers, but I literally just filmed Mike doing the entire thing. Yeah. At his gym. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Yes. I, I'm, did. I need to edit it together. And I, yeah, it's no joke. It's no joke. I, I mean, watched a guy do a yes. jump rope thing for, and I, and I got he goes, exhausted you do, watching it. You do yeah, nine, exactly. He goes, you do nine minutes and it's equivalent to three miles. Did he make you run up the gym and, and like all around? No, I didn't stuff? do that. Oh, okay. I didn't do that. Did you go God. in the ring with him? No, he, that's what, <laughs> oh, that's what stopped me from going because right. he was getting itchy with me and like, okay. hey, you, you know, you, should, you got good. Posture, you gotta get no, no. I know what that means. That means you want to get in the ring and p- punch me out. Uh, uh-uh. uh. And that's when I started. That's when I just happened to move toward Floresville, so I was no longer in the area, so I couldn't do it. So I just put a, I bought a bun- punching bag, and I remember everything I did over there and how long, and I just worked out. And man, you oh, put a sweat man. sauna suit. I know. I've seen you with that oh, suit on. Man, it's you're losing weight left, big left and right. I mean, it's just it's one of the best. You, you get the wraps and you put that on your hands and it feels great. It feels really good. Like the, the uh-huh. little things, the little wrist thing, uh, the fist thing. And you wrap your hands up in the, the little, uh, whatever, the tape or whatever it's Gauze called. or tape. Whatever, yeah, yeah. And it's pretty cool. Interesting stuff. Well, I, I, mean, know, we'll I haven't had a, like a fight like in years, you know, like when I was in high school or something like that. Gosh. Well, now I'm excited. I had no idea that Mike, you know, did this. And so, uh, We'll have to, that's a good tease there. We'll have to, yeah. whenever that comes soon. out. Soon. Coming soon. Coming soon. Mike the Crusher Taylor. I don't know what his. Yep. He gets in the ring with Lily Hot, too. Oh, my God. <laughs> but what, what do we say? Just, nah, not just the to face. hit the gloves. Don't hit though. the face. To, Anything with the face. Well, Leha got in the ring with me once for Worst, worst Glutton. 
and he was wearing the the gear. Mm-hmm. And he goes, you can punch me as hard as you want. And I did. And it didn't even phase it. it, didn't, it didn't <laughs> does phase does it he all. not seem like the most, like, calm, cool, level-headed guy for being a former yeah, dude who used to does. beat the crap out of legendary boxers? Yeah. He, he said one time that guys go up to him, and they look at him, and they're, look, they're sizing him up. And then he just looks and he goes, Nah, bro, he can't. <laughs> he just looks at me and says, "Nah, bro, you can't." And I'm like, "Cause you, you look at him and you think oh, I could take him." No, no, you can't. And no. you look at him and he goes, "No," nah. and he's fast still. He still looks like he's, he could fight. Oh, he, he looks like he at a competitive level and, and like, knock somebody out. He really oh does. man, yeah. So, so we'll see. I don't. At 2024, you know, in in this crazy year of 23, when I've made my transition and change some life changes and everything. I'm trying to be more open-minded to different things. So maybe I will try boxing in 2024. We'll have to see. Yeah. I mean, I can't, I can't really, uh, I went to my eye doctor yesterday and my eyesight's just right where it's at. So I'm oh, like, I'm no, good. I, I, I'm like Rocky. Follow a little bird. And I see it. No, you oh. don't see nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get a score? Your vision? What are you? Uh, well, same, same as I was. Yeah. I got to stay on, on 15, top. 27. No, it's, it's 20, it's 2040. Okay, yeah, that makes right. it, but it's just because I got um, you get, you're doubling up on one eye. Yes, and yeah. it's what it is is it's blood in the back of uh, my eye that's that's causing that. Oh, so man. I got to let it dry and all heal and all this stuff. So, but he says it's healing right, so it's healing great. Because I was going to need surgery in January, which I would have been blind for about a month. Oh, Jesus! And I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. I'm all right. I'm gonna wait it out. He said it's healing properly, okay. so I'm just gonna let it. I'm not okay. going to rush it. All right. All right. Um, <coughs> so the kids are out of school? Kids are out of school. The reason I was, I was telling you about the thing about my wife is yeah. the fact that, you know what? I've seen your pickup lines with yeah. Tammy. And right. let me tell you something. You're blessed, bro. You're blessed. I am uh, blessed. Yesterday, I had <laughs> uh, I needed a fill-in for Vanessa. and oh, my for your wife, show. Yeah. For my show. And I, 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 for those of you that don't know, we all got our own little yeah, shows yeah, that yeah, we, we do. do our and thing. And then this is when we get together. And we bent, and uh, <laughs> so so my I don't think my wife's listening right now. Is not she? yet, not yet, because we're not on live, or you're not on live, right? Mm, not, yeah, we're no, not. I'm not live. Oh, okay, we're okay. we're live on, but I'm not live okay, on my so, phone right so now. So my my wife would like she was my guest yesterday, and I kid you not, you go back and look at that show. It looks like an argument without arguing. Really? Yeah, like we both threw each other. If under the looks bus. could kill. Oh uh, man, Roman was just I, talking to him. And he goes, "Bro, I saw your your podcast yesterday. I w- I've never wanted to get divorced so fast in my life." <laughs> <laughs> oh, I my was gosh. like, "Wow!" I was like, "Honey, I can't wait for you to fill in again." <laughs> hey, yes. Uh, what are you doing on Thursday? Um, yeah. <laughs> no, a shout out by the way. Speaking of live, to our friends on Facebook, Chance Madera, who's he's a funny guy. He's he's uh, one of our regulars who's on right now. He says, "You know, you're getting old when." Your cell phone has the big font, <laughs> so we're not there yet. Uh, but I, I mine's, my, I'm already there. Oh, okay. Okay, I wasn't. <laughs> my phone was a notebook, and the reason I got is because it had the big it had letters <laughs> on it, and I'm like, oh yeah, this is great. There I just go. bought. You know what I bought? A magnifying glass, because the words, really, the words that I, I was, I was, I have my readers. You're like I, Sherlock Holmes now. I have my readers, and I'm re- either I'm if I'm reading a book or. You know, I'm reading my devotional and, and, and my Bible, and I can't read the words. There wasn't so, a, uh, a monocle available? No. Yeah. Well, no. You what, need what, a monocle? What, what, no, I, 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 I need to get one. Oh. It's on its way on no. Amazon. Are you serious? I you ordered a monocle? I ordered a monocle. <laughs> because genius. I, I'm like this. 
You know, with the magnifying glass. Yeah, it's like, hands-free. Yeah. Please do the show yeah. next week with your monocle I will. On, I'll bring the monocle. That'll be our final... I would. That'll be uh, the final one show? of our final shows of the year, if of not. The year, yeah. yeah. So that, what a great way to end the year. I will bring my monocle <laughs> in. And, uh, you know, <laughs> like, hello, everybody. <laughs> the the Monopoly, Monopoly man. Yeah. <laughs> you know, most phones have a built-in, like, magnifier with the camera you can use. No, I did not no, know that. Yeah. They've got everything. Or you can just pinch to zoom. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, no, I... I the thing is, is that it's a study Bible. It's got everything on the bottom. of Because here, I got the app where I could read the Bible and I can hear it. Oh, all right. All right but all right. I needed the study part to where I could. You need the physical Bible, the one you can hold and swear upon. Yeah, that one. But not only that, but just to to, to let me know what, uh, what, what it means, what I just read or heard. And, and that's where I get back to that's what I'm like. Uh. But it's so hard because... You want to go up with it, and then you know. yeah, and then next you know, and I'm burning my Bible. It's like no, oh. don't burn the sun. <laughs> don't get the sun. Don't get the sunlight in there. We, so. we continue on here with the Three Cents Podcast, presented by Integrity Roofing and Siding. Lillian Villanueva is on here and says hello. And Gina Francis says, "I forgot Mike was out. Briefly thought he was being replaced. He's, no, he has no, not no, been no. replaced or fired. No, or or not yet. Furloughed. No, 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 no. He's just uh, he's not with us today, and uh, he sends his regards. But Mike Taylor will be back. Very he's soon. somewhere over the Pacific Ocean. Is that quite literal? We have a Mike tracker, like Mike a yeah. Norad. Yeah, Either yeah. that or sitting at an airport bar. <laughs> <laughs> we we have a tracker on Mike, not Santa Claus, yes. just Mike. <laughs> oh my gosh, yes. Yeah, so Mike he's was at a bar. <laughs> Mike was in Hawaii, and uh, <coughs> I I flew to Hawaii for my honeymoon almost 25 years ago. That's the last time I was there. Oh, wow. But I, I don't know if you've ever flown to Hawaii or, 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 or flown no. internationally. I know you have. Yeah. But I flying have, over I an ocean. I have, I've only flown to Canada, and that's it. Okay, no ocean. No, no ocean. But, but flying over an ocean gave me, like, I, I remember that anxiety 25 years ago. Oh, wow. Um, of just, like, that feeling when you look out of the plane, and it's just similar to when I've been on a cruise. Yeah. And you mm -hmm. look out. Can't do cruises. You don't do cruises. I I, I, I enjoy cruises except I, I don't cruises. get out on deck very often because yeah. when you look out and it's the whatever the Gulf of Mexico. I whatever, love it. I get seasick so quick. Okay. <laughs> See, I, I enjoy it. I, I've not gotten seasick before, but yeah. Um. So, but when we had we, when we used to have the worst. You had the kleptocruise. The worst kleptocruise. Right. Cruise. We had the oh, worst kleptocruise. He had his, I missed how, out. He had his own cruise, <laughs> I and loved I always it, man, I loved it. <laughs> it was it was a carnival a, cruise with kleptocruise. I forgot about that. The first one was carnival cruise, and then the second. That the, the, the th right. last three were uh, Royal Caribbean. All right. And All that right. was st good stuff. Right I there. love I Royal Caribbean. <laughs> well, see, I, I get over it. I've gone on cruises. I oh. get over it after a day. But that first day, I can't do anything. I'm just in the stateroom, just sitting there, just dying. Wow. And then finally, I get over it and then can enjoy the cruise. But... That's I'm right. Not, so I'm not big on boats. You had the worst Kleptow cruise, and I remember all those years, I could never go on it because yeah. we were working and everything. And I said, we should do... A news cruise. Yeah. yeah. Well, we do the news cruise. That'd be awesome. And then it, somebody called it, turned it into the news booze cruise or something like that. Yeah. And I was like, well, yeah, let's not get out of here. But, but that was what a fantastic. You it need was, to get that gig again. It, uh, yeah. You need I, to figure that out. Matter of fact, cause <laughs> everyone I talk to now is like, man, we need a cruise again. I mean, I miss it. I used to go on October. And uh, I remember That's it right. was like during the little, toward the end of the hurricane season, you know, and. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you're not convincing me. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's like it's like I and the cool thing about it for me was so prices are half off. Yeah, right? why yeah. are they so inexpensive? But oh. yeah, the thing for me was what what really helped. What I liked a lot was the fact that they gave me um, 
I had my own nights of stand up. Like I was in yeah, the, I was in one of the lounges. You performed there, yeah. Yeah, for our group only. And if others wanted to come in, they could, but it was our group only. And we had the first cruise that we we had probably like about 150 people. So ah. they were in that everywhere we had I had one at the karaoke bar. And then I had another nice. one in the main lounge, and that was cool. Here, here's what I don't like about cruises: is after the third or fourth night, it's the same clubs and bars and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. You're seeing the same people just yeah. over and over yeah, and over, over again. again. I had a blast because the thing with our the last one we took, uh, my kids were a little older, so they got a chance to go to. Um, they got a chance to go. Is to that Royal Caribbean calling? Okay, no, 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 no. They're like, oh, we forgot to re up. Sign up. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> We're back on the Rares Club of the Cruise. And they would go to the daycare uh, that they had there and just have, they had all kinds of games for them, scavenger hunts. And oh, all yeah. This stuff. It I was mean, really cool. I liked it. Giant me and, activity boat. Yeah, yeah. Me and Lynette would grab, go up, get with a couple of uh, people like Mike Hernandez and his wife. Yes, we go yeah, to the Rose. club and we just. Hanging out and dancing and having a good time. Oh my gosh, we this fun! It it's, it's good. Twenty twenty four goals again. Is is we need to figure yeah. out how to get the drinks were inclusive. It was awesome. Oh that's yeah, all, I mean that's always yeah. a plus. You know? to get the beverage, get some, get some duty free drink yep. package. Yeah, that's right, duty free. <laughs> well, you know what really got me was the fact that when we were off, we got off the boat to go to the excursions or whatever, go to go shop or yeah. And I remember I bought like uh, it was uh, uh, my uncle had wanted a tequila. And Cozumel, and he told me what, I forgot what brand it was. Right. Apache or something like that. And I'm like, okay. So I get it, and I'm thinking, he goes, yeah, you got to try this tequila. It's great. And, and I said, oh, okay, I'm not a big tequila. But all right, well, not. So, he, no, no, it wasn't even tequila. It was, it was like rum. Oh. So I wind up getting this this thing of rum, and and I'm like, well, you know, I'm telling my wife, yeah, we'll go try it out. And what they do, they confiscate it. Yeah, when you get back to the boat, you and they don't give it back to you till you that's get. Yeah, right. it's kind of like, like yeah, that's what duty free is all about. I yeah, got ripped off over here. I'm yeah. like, ah, oh, so but there was my first trip to uh, Spain and my first international trip that I had taken as an adult that that could drink was to Madrid, mm. and I went to the duty free shop and got <laughs> some vodka and all this stuff. Right, and they put it they put it in a bag and then they seal the bag. Mm-hmm. And then you pick it up at the gate right. when yep. you're getting on your plane. So yep. I got on the plane, and I don't know the rules. Mm-hmm. Just kept ordering sodas, and I opened up the bag. <laughs> and <laughs> by the end of it, you know, I had an empty bottle, and I threw it in the ba- and I had nowhere to throw it, so I threw it in the bathroom. And the stewardess, uh, excuse me, flight attendant, yeah, 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 came over and said, excuse me, sir, is this yours? <laughs> I was like, uh, yes. And she's like, you know you can't open duty-free stuff on the plane. <laughs> so I'm going to let you slide on this one, but we, you could be arrested for this once we land in Madrid. Oh. I was just like, I didn't know. It was my first time. Like, first time ever. And, yeah, she let me slide. But I'm like, I was nervous. <laughs> yeah, I was. But you felt great, though, when you... Oh, uh, uh, yeah. It was like 7 a.m. when we landed, I was just completely hammered. See, I don't. I, I don't do that. Anymore. I don't drink a lot on planes, like anything, like water stuff, because I always get. I don't really want to get up and go to the bathroom in the middle. It's, it's such a pain. I feel you. To get up. Well, I don't know. That's why I like, get an aisle seat. And then I always have. I have to have an aisle. I have, I have to, to have an aisle. Always. I want to be the gatekeeper. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, yeah. Yeah. I have to. You have don't that want aisle to look seat. out the window. No, I, I could care less. Okay. Yeah, I could care less too. Okay. Mm-mm. I'm not, not the window aisle. guy. No, no, okay. You're an aisle. You're I, aisle. Like cl- I get claustrophobic. Although, 
the part that gets me is when I'm dead tired. Then uh, and someone's going to curl up. Yeah, yeah. I got to okay. Let me. Oh yeah, when they keep. Yeah, yeah. 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 Or lean up against. Well, you said then your window guy and you lean up against the side of the plane. Yeah. All right. What's the longest flight you've ever taken? What would be I think to Hawaii because I don't I haven't I've never traveled twelve hours to the Atlantic. I mean over. I um, did a nonstop across the pond from San Antonio to Seattle once. That okay, was long. nonstop. Oh, yeah, I've been that to Seattle. Long. What's, well, not including nonstops. What's no, like I, the total? Oh, Ooh. wife. Well, well, my wife got me a, a a ticket, and it was for a gig, and it was in Chicago. But it had the strangest route oh, I ever man. had in my life. It went from San Antonio <laughs> to Phoenix. Phoenix to Atlanta, Atlanta to Chicago. The long the, way. Was it like frontier the or something? Way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, was like, it, was like, it was like United and and <laughs> Spirit was in there. It was one of, <laughs> oh, it was a, it was one of those mix-ups mix where it wasn't, yeah, yeah, you were just oh. switching airlines every day. It was the one with Freddie Fender in the back. <laughs> Oh, is that Freddie Fender? Alaskan Airlines? Alaskan Airlines, yeah. <laughs> is that Freddie Fender? No, I don't no, think it's, no, it's, it's an Eskimo. It looks, like, it looks like Freddie Fender. I'm like, oh, why did I say that? Why did I know that when you said that? Because I know what you're talking about, but I don't think it's Freddie Fender. I like, hey, that's Freddie Fender's plane. Let me get on that one. I didn't know he was from Alaska. Oh, <laughs> no, man. no. But so, uh, so was that like 12 hours or something? You had the transit. For that? Oh, it was it was long. Yeah. Gosh, it dog. was it was like, and then not only that. It was because I, it was the day before, so it was all day traveling from five in the oh. morning. I didn't get in till about nine thirty. Yikes! And that's talking about layovers. Yikes. One hour, two hour, fifteen mm-hmm. minutes. I mean, it was just crazy. The older I get, the more I want to pay for that nonstop. Yes, <laughs> you know what yes. I mean. Like I'll, I'll pay extra yes. for to, for my time. I can't I can't walk as fast as I used to. And I and I get winded fast now since this whole COVID deal. Right. So I, I get winded fast now. I'm like little. I'm that guy. Hey, you, you, you cart guy. You gonna go that oh. way? You slip them a couple of dollar uh, bills I mean, or whatever. I tell them. I'll I'll, I'll I'll tip them. They get me right. Oh goodness. Yeah. My my sister uh, has lived internationally for most of her adult life, and and she's got all the stories about traveling with you know two young boys oh, yeah. uh, through Africa and. And Thailand and and back to the states and traveling for twenty four hours with a baby carrier and everything. Oh, I, I just that's God rough. bless her, but I just yeah. I, that's not and that's not me. Thailand, like, that's the longest transit I've ever had to do. It was I drove yeah. to Houston and then from Houston we flew to LAX and from LAX we flew to something called Jaimen, China, and from oh, China we flew to Bangkok. Oh. And it was a, a total of about thirty four hours. Yeah. And then the time changes and the jet lag and the all of that stuff. But I don't know. Not that I don't ever want to go over there and see those parts of the world. I just. Yeah, I was watching yeah. the, the USA Dream Team, uh, the one with uh, Kobe in it. Yes. And uh, the Redeem Team, I guess it was yes, called. Yes, Redeem Team. And I saw that they were flying from, I think it was Miami all the way to, uh, was it, where'd they have the, no, China. Beijing. What was oh, Beijing. The Beijing Olympics. The Olympics. Yeah, so they were talking about 13-hour flight. I'm like, dang, 13-hour flight, that's long. That I ain't nothing. I that's can imagine easy. getting on a 30-hour yeah. flight. Well, now, they're NBA players, though. They're traveling in the lap of luxury. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, it's it's a game. If, have you ever had, like, a lay-flat seat in the no. first class where no. you lay down and go to sleep? No. 
No, it, it, all the it. rules are gone at that point. Yeah. There's no jet lag. <laughs> There's no such thing as jet lag right. if you got to lay flat seat. I forgot what airline I oh, sat in. I was front. I was first class because I, 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 they, they sold my seat, so they gave me first class. Right, and I was, and it had a desk. What? It was like a desk with a monitor and all this wow. stuff. I was able to watch TV. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah. this is sweet. I, it was my first time in first class. I flew from Bali to Tokyo. And <clears throat> I was in the airport lounge. You could pay $20 to get it's the Air Asia lounge at the Bali airport. And I had like a five hour layover and I didn't want to go into the city. So I was like, I'm just going to wait here. And I paid $20 all you can eat, like beer, drinks, whatever. What did you, what did you do that you traveled so much? Um, I had a video, a sweet video editing job oh, okay. that I could take with me nice. anywhere I wanted nice. to go. Yeah, for the life. Wow, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> cool. It wasn't bad, and not to mention my mom's from over there, so I had a lot of family, so I could stay for free at oh, a lot of these places. Even better, even better. And, that's uh, one place I'd love to go is Tokyo. Yeah, I would but love to go to Tokyo. When I was in the lounge, I met one of the flight attendants that happened to be the one on my flight, and we just got to talking, blah blah blah. I told her where I was going, and then when I was getting on the gate. She was like, hey, we got some extra room up front. You want to sit up here? I was like, sure. And I thought it was just going to be some, you know, just a little bigger seat. It was a lay flat. Like, just lay down, sat down. Flight attendant came over, gave me a blanket, covered me. It was an eight-hour flight. I went to sleep. Eight hours later, I was in Tokyo. I don't remember any of it. (laughs) I had little boxes of food just stacked up next to me when I woke up. I was like, okay. It's a beautiful thing. This is different. This is completely different. Beautiful thing. Well, yeah, when did you end that gig? Pandemic killed it oh, for me, man. Oh, yeah. Damn. I was literally, I was that in Tokyo pandemic, at the very beginning of February 2020, and I came oh. home because I was afraid I wasn't going to be able to come home. Yeah. That's the thing is people, they were stopping people from coming or traveling internationally. So. And it was crazy because Japan, the airport, it was like February 2nd, I think was the day I was coming it's back. my birthday. They were handing out. Well, oh yeah, there you go. There you I go. think that's Groundhog. That's Day Groundhog too, right? Day. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. So they were handing out masks at the at the Tokyo airport to everybody. So they had plenty of them. And then I get to LAX and it's nothing. Yeah, there's no pandemic. Nothing's happening. What's well, funny because I remember right before the pandemic, I was I noticed people in Fresno, and I remember I'll never forget. I this is the first I started seeing people wear a mask, and I go, wow, these people look a little old to be Michael Jackson fans. <laughs> And I thought they were Michael Jackson. Yeah. Remember he had the yes, mask? Yes, I remember he went through a he mask, the mask phase. And I yes. go, oh, man, they're wearing masks. And that's when I first started hearing about COVID. Yeah. And I was like, right when it hit. It was in California. Oh, man. I was already used to wearing masks for traveling in Asia because it's a customary. If yeah. you're feeling sick, you put yeah. a mask on yeah. so you're not disrespectful right. to the other people. And um, yeah. so my old trick on Southwest back in the day was... <laughs> Put a mask on, and nobody's going to sit next to you because it's open seating. Yeah. It doesn't work anymore, thanks yeah. to the pandemic. That's true. That's true. But Oh, goodness. Well, um, yeah, that's, that's a cra- what a crazy time. Are you ready? Did you do all your Christmas shopping yet? Almost. As a matter of fact, this afternoon I have to finish off a few things, but I got a lot done over the weekend. And I know I'm getting older. Uh, none of us are getting younger, but we did it on Saturday. And what... Between, on the northwest side of town where all that construction, they had part of 1604 at Bandera was down to one lane. Oh, wow. On Saturday. Over there by 1604, right? Yes. Yeah. Because hmm. it's all in construction. I don't even and go that route. You can Saturday. Imagine. On a Saturday, well, and it was beautiful. It was a beautiful day yeah. today. I mean, it's During the weather. holiday season. But on the Saturday, when we're all trying to, and that giant HEB is right there, and, and, and all of the shopping is right there. It's brutal. Just one lane. So yeah. who's responsible for this plan? Is that Mark Williams, the tech dot guy, or is this city? 
stuff. I it's sixteen oh four. I th- want to say text dot. Okay. I say text. Don't okay. quote me on it, but I, I'm going to say I want to say text dot. Um, yeah. But that's can we the get thing. this done overnight or something? <laughs> yeah. There's can we that, there's not that, Saturday. There's, yeah. During the holiday in December, season. we were going to Mi Familia for the gig on Wednesday last Wednesday, and Lynette oh. goes, "You know, like this is going to look beautiful once they finish it. Do you know when?" I go, "I don't know." 2034 maybe yeah. i don't know yeah it's gonna be a while because and then they'll and then they'll say oh, we need to expand this again um but anyway so fortunately i know some of the back roads and i you know, kind of avoid the highway and everything but i felt so bad driving by and seeing all those people that poor people like there's nothing worse than when you pass the last exit before a major traffic jam and you realize mm-hmm. you're stuck oh yeah and there's no way you can get out of this yeah thing. and um that's how i feel at delia's the tamale line. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, Delia's is over there too. Yeah. I was talking to somebody the other day. Um, well, I got my tamale hookup, and so uh, so we're good. But then where do you they, get yours from? Well, so my dad usually has the tamale. He's got a, a sweet uh, lady that he uh, like on the. I don't remember Makes what one. side of town it is. It's not Delia's. Yeah. Um, and so my dad's in charge of the tamales, and he he's got those already ordered and everything. But uh, the line at Delia's was three hours. Wow. The other day. So um, three hours. I, I'm not into the tamale tradition for Christmas, being a non-Mexican. Yes. Yeah. That is Delia's the spot or something. Well, it can be. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people swear by it. Well, so Delia's is is like super famous in the valley, and yeah. and, and and then like within the last three or four years, they finally opened up a location here in San Antonio. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. So that's where they're some of the best ones I ever had. Um, All right. And uh, and I when it, when it opened like four years ago, I did wait in line for about. 45 minutes for yeah. an hour. Uh, I will, I mean, they're great, but I will not do three hours. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, you have to go, so. I, I go to Thea's. Uh, Thea's Tamales, yeah. Thea's Tamales, I like them. And and actually, the one I really, the, the, the Tamales I really like are the ones from uh, around the corner from my house. It's this small little shack, but they're not big. They're little small ones. Oh, okay. I mean, it's like, I like, you know. Do you, do little you minis. Your, do little you eat your tamales with ketchup? I used to. No, I mean, <laughs> I used to. I'm what do you anymore. eat them with? Because I don't eat them with anything. Corn, you just eat them straight up. Straight no up. salsa. I'm not, no, I'm like queso. I'm like I'll, a, I'm I'll like, put I'm queso on my chili. I'll, I'll put, I like chili. I'll put okay. chili or queso. Homemade chili. Yeah, yeah. But I'll go ahead and I'll be like a sardine, like a, a dolphin. Sardine. Sardines? You know how the dolphin gets yeah, sardines. Oh, okay. I thought you were saying you no, put no, sardines no, no. on your tamales. You know, Lynette will drop the tamale That's in his right, mouth. Right in my mouth. You're like a like a sea lion. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like a seal. I'm gonna say, um, <laughs> or, 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 yeah. yeah. And then so, yeah, drop it in me because it's, oh, it's that's how gosh, I like it. Dog. Those, I always now yeah, I will you gotta eat, have something now, on I'll the tamale. Eat eggs. I, think. I can't do them. I'll plain. eat eggs with ketchup. That's for sure. Oh, I just I can't do ketchup. I don't like ketchup either. Gross. I don't like ketchup. I I, well, no, ketchup. Uh, I'll mix ketchup with mayonnaise oh, and make oh. fry sauce. <laughs> oh, all right, all right. No, I, I eat my no. fries with mayonnaise. <laughs> I'll admit it. I'm a, a man. I eat fries. That's with okay. Mayonnaise. I mean, I don't discriminate. I, European I, style. That's you know? okay. Well, you're a world traveler, so I. Who am I, I did it judge? before then. It's like, right. All of a sudden, that scene of. Uh, uh, Pulp Fiction comes in my head with John Travolta and Samuel Jackson. Oh, yeah, yeah. The quarter, El Royale with cheese. Royale with cheese. <laughs> what do they call the Big Mac? Well, Big Mac's the Big Mac. So yeah. you call it the Le Big Mac. Le Big Mac, yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Which isn't true. I was at, Well, I don't know about France, but I know in the Netherlands, it's still called the Quarter Pounder. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. So I don't know if they're on the Imperial and the metric system in, in Amsterdam, yeah. but it's not, it's not Royale with cheese, that's for sure. <laughs> 
It's funny. That's funny. It's fascinating. Uh, I, uh, I brought up the Christmas thing because we did something really interesting yesterday. I yeah. was, uh, I, uh, my wife, I was voluntold that oh, I was yes. going to be Santa Claus for I know about that. Elf Louise. And they Very I nice. know that that's part of the gig where your family, that you're going to go give gifts. Yes. And have you ever done that before? I did it last year. Did you like it? Uh, I, enjoy, I thoroughly enjoyed it. So I did too. My, t- Tammy and I and the three kids did it, and it was one of those things we wanted to do. Uh, we talked about it for years. We finally said, you know, we're going to do it, and, and it was just as satisfying, if not yeah. more satisfying, than we could have imagined, and I think it was great for my kids to see, yeah. um, you know, what was out there and, and how other families have it this time of mm-hmm. year. And so absolutely, I, I, um, I knew exactly what you're talking about. I totally recommend it for anybody. I mean, they still need Santa drivers and, and deliverers. And uh, my wife volunteered, my wife volunteered me and the kids. And I'm glad she did because it was a way for us to, to show the boys, our two boys, you know, what not to take for granted and yes. what to be, you know, grateful for. And, and uh, just for myself, you know, I've done the Clutter Claus thing for yes, like nine yeah. years. Yeah. And, and this is the first year I actually gave it a break. Like mm-hmm. I took a break from it. And even though I was still raising money for like Eagle's flight and, and, yeah, I saw that. and to Thursday, I got to go ring the bell at the uh, Salvation you know, the, Army. Does he, Brad have our, kettle? I think Brad Mayhar has the okay, kettle. Yeah. So I got to go Thursday to go ring a bell. And uh, if you're not doing anything, fellas, you can. Yeah, no, no, let me know. That's good. But uh, it's, know. it's one of the things the. Um, you know, it's like you said, you, you, there's a satisfaction of seeing these kids. I mean, there was families that you would thought Christmas was yesterday. Oh, yeah. I mean, that, and, and well, this, that some, is their Christmas. That is their Christmas. Yeah. They were just, they didn't care what was wrapped up. They right. knew they were getting a gift. And seeing their eyes light up was just so overwhelming. And to me, it was like, wow, you know, it's like we delivered 11 houses mm-hmm. all in the same vicinity. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was just so great. I mean, I bought me a Santa Claus outfit. Yeah, you I know, have one too. Yeah, yeah, I got it. Yeah, and yeah. I kind of, you know, was just overjoyed with, um, uh, you know, at first not wanting to be there because I was I was tired. Yeah. I'll be honest, I was yeah. tired from the gig. I mean, all day long. Right. Uh, and then finally, I said, okay, let me just see what this is all about. And uh, I was glad I was able to, you know, contribute in some sort of way to make these kiddos. You know, have a great and and, and I got the, the funny part is I got recognized three times ah. by three families, and the lady yes. goes, "Oh, look, mijo, it's Cleto Claus, <laughs> uh, Santa Cleto." That's what she said. Santa I go, Cleto. I go, how can you tell? She goes, "Your voice," because ah. I was like, I was like, "Ho, ho, ho!" <laughs> I go, I came, I, I took the shortcut by Poteet, <laughs> and they started laughing, right? Oh. And they're like, "Oh, and look, it's Santa Cleto." I'm like, "How do you know it's me? I had a beard and everything, and all you see were my eyes." She goes, "It's your voice." I go, "Oh, wow." Okay, that's so the they thing. Got me. Yeah, no. Um, Everyone well, else is KSAT viewers. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen. Uh, cool for you to do that. So that was nice. very good. Well, listen. Uh, we're gonna end it right there. Uh, we're so grateful that we had our Facebook uh, family come on with us today. Uh, Mike Taylor again. Uh, somebody else was asking what happened to Mike Taylor. Mike Taylor is safe. He's just in a plane, thirty-five thousand feet above the Pacific Ocean right now. So Went to see his kids, yeah. he Christmas. couldn't. He couldn't join us, but he'll be back very soon, right here. And we hope you will be as well. Absolutely. For LG Cleto Rodriguez and Mike Taylor up in the sky right now in a plane. I'm Mr. Ernie Jermaine. Zuniga. We miss you, Jermaine. <laughs> I'm Ernie Zuniga. This is the Three Cents Podcast presented by Integrity <laughs> Roofing and Siding. Happy holidays. We'll see you soon. Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs>
Three Cents Podcast is brought to you by Integrity Roofing and Siding. 